Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 187. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you're having a good one. Speaking of joining us, we have a couple of returning guests tonight, two of our favorites out there, and they have recently joined forces to start a new podcast of their own. So we have Michelle, formerly of Petey's Power Hour. We have Pam from Cannot Be Tamed. Together, they are the point and drink adventure. Ladies, how you doing? Doing great. Yeah. Great. Super excited to have, <laughs> have you both back. Uh, loving the podcast already. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it's uh, I saw I've seen you guys uh, become friends over the past couple of years. And it was one of those things I was like, they definitely should just do a podcast. <laughs> and. Yeah, definitely really happy to see it. Love the last episode. It was episode four. Um, what do you, where can everyone find you? Just shout out anywhere you want them to subscribe, any links before we get diving deep into anything. Yeah, you can find the, so I would suggest you listen to the YouTube version because Michelle does some great editing on it. Uh, so it's video and it's the channel <laughs> is Point and Drink Adventure mm-hmm. podcast. Just point, just, drink point adventure. Adventure. Just, just, just point and drink adventure. Just point and drink adventure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you can also find us uh, on any of your podcatcher apps of choice. Pretty much. Yeah, we don't we're have, have a, a bunch of the links in the Twitter descriptions too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And Pam, as we mentioned, with cannot be tamed. You recently, well, was it today? You released Pentiment. Yesterday. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I just I watched it. That's a game I'm highly interested in. So yeah, awesome. definitely check the video out. Check out their fourth episode. Uh, by the time we air this, I'm not sure when your next episode will air. But eh, probably we haven't next recorded week. it yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We need to do things. So. <laughs> you mean like recover from drinking, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I also uh, let me give a shout. I love the fact you were using Buffalo Trace, Michelle. I know you and I talked about that a lot. Um, Pam, I like mm-hmm. to see that you you were you were pretty much you liked it, right? It was. I did a, like it. Know. I drank a lot of it on Saturday. No, it's good. I did kill the bottle on Saturday. No, it's good. Yeah, good. <laughs> so, speaking of drinking, Michelle, we're gonna start with you because you are a resident expert in alcohol. What do you got today? Okay, so I went to the store today and I saw that they had blood orange ginger beer from Fever Tree, which Ooh. is like my favorite soda thing. So I was like, oh my God, I have to have it. So I bought that and it was like the last pack too. And then, so I'm drinking local whiskey from Manitani Stillworks, which is, I don't know, kind of in between, it's like near Pottstown. Um, So this is their four grain American whiskey because I had not opened it. And I was like, yeah, grain whiskey with ginger beer and blood orange, yay. So yeah, I'm having nice. a whiskey mule. I like nice. it. What you got going on, Pam? Um, so I am also drinking whiskey. I don't have the bottle with me, but I'm drinking the Chita. It is Japanese whiskey, and it's just on the rocks. Well, you fancy, huh? Mm-hmm. Japanese whiskey, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I want to keep this little uh, roll of whiskey going because I recently got for my birthday the Rogue brewing company's dead guy whiskey it's a new one i'm a i'm a sucker for like kind of cool box like bottle tops so it's just the rogue yeah if you've ever seen it it's a little like skeleton holding the beer mug um and a really cool like back design 
for yeah. it. But because, you know, Michelle's on and she's all about cocktails, I actually made it. It's not just straight whiskey. I, I did an old-fashioned. I did the bitters. Didn't have simple syrup, so I had to make my own. And, but that's uh, what you should do anyway. Why do you mm-hmm. need to buy simple syrup? It's freaking sugar and water. I, I was just going to test Jim on what simple syrup is because I knew he didn't oh, know. No. Oh, I would have failed that spectacular. <laughs> <Thank you Michelle>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is very simple to make. Um, and yeah, no, it's uh, quite delicious. I've never, I'm always weary of these, like a lot of beer places are trying to make liquors now. And yeah, I was going to say, it isn't that a beer company? The Rogue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, some of them. They suck. There's no other way to put it. They suck. Yeah. <laughs> this one this one goes down smooth. So yeah, it's uh it's pretty damn good. But I had a feeling you guys might be sticking with the whiskey kick given that last episode. So I'm glad I was right. <laughs> Jim, and then what? you have Jim over there. Jim, what, <laughs> it was not I, part of the whiskey crowd. I, <laughs> so like many occasions I am looking like the bitch drinker of the night. Because I have from the New Jersey Beer Company, the Pumpkin Pie Imperial Desert Ale. Or Desert Ale. Desert. Right. Desert. Yeah. Desert yeah, Pumpkin um, Pie. Yeah. What? It's, it's weird. It's the weird. It's not anything that you would expect from reading it at all. It almost tastes like a light sour. So hmm. it's full, like, it's, like, fruity. There's, like, no pumpkin spice in it at all. Like, I don't know why they're even calling it a pumpkin pie ale. But, yeah, it's weird. It's really good. But... It's just completely confusing to what you would expect by reading it. And you said sour? It's kind of sourish, yeah. Like, unfortunately, it's my last one. I'll have to pick up more so you can try it. Because, like, yeah, you have to, like, it, it's weird because it's, um, what's in here? Graham Gatherings, warmth, uh, pumpkin peel brewed with an abundance of pumpkin, graham cracker, vanilla, cinnamon, and nutmeg. And probably it's just a shitload of vanilla, really. That's giving it, like, the sweetness and all that. But it's got, like, a weird, like, bite in the aftertaste, too. That reminds me of a sour beer. It's odd. I don't think you know what sour means if you think any of that tastes sour. <laughs> I know they don't taste sour. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, okay. No, that's 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 interesting. And as you said, dessert, or desert instead desert, of dessert, yeah. I think I want to do, uh, Pam, after watching your video, the way Pentiment does, I'm going to have mm-hmm. him say it, and then I'm going to erase it, and then have him put it in there correctly. <laughs> nice. A little word bubble. <laughs> The real question is, what font do I give Jim for that? Oh. Mm. Comic Sans. Comic Sans. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so Pam, I know you just did the video on Pentiment, but what have you been playing this past week since then? So, I feel like I've been playing less games than normal lately, but on Friday, a friend and I started playing through Signalis which just came out in October. It's on Game Pass. And it looks like a PS1-style survival horror. Like, it's got those sort of throwback graphics, optional tank controls, which I did not opt into. Uh, But you just go around this... station finding ammo fighting things solving puzzles like it's very much sort of like that original ps1 survival horror feeling um with really cool atmosphere interesting graphics good music Uh, i'm really liking it so far i'm not uh only a couple hours in but pretty good that is definitely gonna be added to my list that is right up my alley Mm -hmm. yeah scary a little scary, yeah. Um, not too scary. There was a couple things that, that got us with the, the little bit of the jump scares, but uh, just sort of good atmosphere. 
really. So, so Michelle will be scared. Great. No, yeah. we'll play it by myself. Fun. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been playing, Michelle? Oh, unscary game. I started Tactics Ogre over the weekend. Mm. And I like it so far because it feels very Final Fantasy Tactics-like. And, you know, the voice acting isn't the worst thing I've ever heard of. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, you know, it's not great. I honestly don't know why. Why they just put voice acting in games just to put voice acting? Like if it's, especially at this point, they're like remakes of older games. Like just leave the text in. I'm fine. Let me use my imagination. It's fine. But um, so far I like the controls. I like, like I played some of Triangle Strategy earlier in the year and I fell off that because I didn't like, you know, some of those tactical games. Like I know it was a gym you posted on Twitter. You're into the tactical thinness right now. Yeah, I've, I've been on a kick. Yeah, so like I played Triangle Strategy because I love tactical games. Final Fantasy Tactics is like my favorite game of all time. And what kind of drew me off of Triangle Strategy was I like some of the controls, but I didn't like how you couldn't really change classes and such. And, uh, you know, it was more like your set person. And you just have to find people if you want those fun little classes or whatever. Mm. Whereas this, it's more I can change my class if I really wanted to. Nice. So I like that. So you don't get locked into some shit for the entirety of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I've just started. So, I mean, it's a 50 hour game. We'll yeah. see how, if I like oh. it 10 hours from now. So, <laughs> I mean, based on your last episode, I thought you're a full blown short shooter girl now. I mean, I am most of the time. I'm so, I also am still playing Halo 2 because Halo 2 on Xbox is buggy as fuck and oh. would not work. So me and my gaming partner had to get it off PC because that version was better. It would still kick us out every once in a while, but it's like I'm more less of a fan of Halo 2 because of its freaking bugginess and the developer's inability to fix it, especially for something like Halo 2. Like just fix the bugginess for multiplayer and make me happy. That's all I want. So mm. now so let me ask you, you just finished you, you finished Halo 1, right? Mm hmm. Did you feel the same way? Like after going back, I this past year went through it. There was parts where I was like, "This game just drags the fuck on." Like you keep retracing your steps through the yeah. same level multiple retracing times. with the same level or the same level design. Like how many times am I going to go through this freaking corridor with this like the circle corridor with all the mm -hmm, monsters coming to the mm -hmm, thing? I'm like, yep. again, Jesus, yeah. again. So yes, it felt very repetitive. I mean, it's it's le it feels less repetitive with your if you're playing with somebody because you can just be like, yeah, yeah, I'm bullshit through this one and just talk through it. But yeah, if I was playing, I would never play that by myself. Are you kidding me? I get so lost too because everything looks the same. I'm like, where am I? Where am I going? God. Now, 100%. And I loved when you were bitching about the Warthog because I remember playing through Halo 3 and we know the last level in that's like that 10 minute <sighs> Warthog level trying to escape. And I was playing mm -hmm. that with my roommate uh, in college at the time. And we had to do it at least like 10, 15 times to finally beat that. And it's not like every try through is like short either. So, no. you know, we're at the like the ass end of it. Then we just fall off the cliff. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that brings me to a question. Pam and Michelle, you guys are playing that. Who's the driver? Who's the shooter? Me and Pam are not playing Halo. We're, no, we, we're I, not I playing play Halo. If, if, oh, if, 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 if. I don't know. I I would I probably I... try first. And then mm. I'd after two tries, I'd be like, fuck this shit, Pam, you do it. Then she would try a couple. And then she'd like, fuck this, you do it. And we'd go back and forth <laughs> until one of us finally succeeds. I want to shoot. No, I want to shoot. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know if that was a, a standard. Like, you know who's going to do what. Like, the joke with Jim is always when we used to play, I don't know if either of you ever played, like, COD Zombies or any mm. modes like that. Jim was always, you got the window. Like, right. you can handle the window. <laughs> And he would get bored, leave it alone, and then we'd all die because we'd come in. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I don't want to watch it no more. So, yeah, there, there's always those designated spots. No, but I wanted to ask you, um, you know, with number one, I absolutely love the name of your podcast. Who came up with it? How would you come up with it? Because that's that, – that's, it, it's one of those things. It's a simple name, but it, it's so appropriate. So, like, how did that come about? That was actually a suggestion by our friend Burger Champ. We uh, posted in the Discord. We're like, we don't know what to name our podcast. Give us suggestions. So a whole bunch of people had suggestions. We made a list of like, I don't know, 12, 20 names. And we sort of went through them, crossing things out that we didn't like. And uh, yeah, point and drink seemed to be fitting since uh, we both like sort of point and click adventures and drinking and it's you know there's the combo of the games and the drinks thought it worked well so yeah that's awesome do you remember what a close was there a close number two or was this very obvious i feel like there was a couple that we liked yeah and i don't remember them i could probably if if you if i knew this question ahead of time i could have pulled up the sheet because i'm sure (laughs) i still have it somewhere (laughs) pam's like i got it (laughs) um yeah i don't i don't remember what else we had they were all sort of on the same kind of um the same kind of track but yeah i don't remember oh podcast template is this it okay uh we're not sisters (laughs) uh two drink minimum press x to pour wine uh the tipsy critics Thirsty? Question mark. See, that would have been great for SSL. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Yeah, yeah. They're all good names, but yeah, I like I said, definitely knowing both you after talking with both you, yeah, point and click. You both definitely seem to appreciate that. That's why it just makes so much more sense. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, with that name, though, I gotta say, Michelle, your editing definitely on point. Loving it. I would love to see a even further version where you actually let the viewers pick which alcohol you guys are drinking and then they can click oh, in the so middle of the work. video. In the middle of the video. <laughs> yeah, and then so Choose it splits off into it own one. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that reminds me of this one YouTube channel years ago, back when YouTube let you like do embedding and stuff like that for different options. And he basically made his videos like all it was almost like a D and D game. And yes. you could like click different sides to like pick like the next part of your adventure. So, you know, if they still let you do that, you guys would have to do it four times with four different alcohols and see where yeah. it goes. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. That does sound that sounds like a lot of work, and my liver will not be able to handle all the changes of alcohol. Like, <laughs> well, you don't do it all in one sitting, of course. But I'm just saying that would be that would be interesting. You know? Yeah, but actually speaking uh-huh. of your show, so Pam, you did a podcast years ago and Pete, mm-hmm. you just got done doing yours of your own seems like you guys kind of like being able to just kind of do what you want without like a real structure kind of going on. Like you have stuff you always hit on, like the games and like the movies and media that you've been consuming. But it just seems like it's like free form, but like you actually still keep it like, you know, Mm -hmm. streamlined, basically. Do you feel is the format kind of just falling into that or did you go and they were going, all right, let's just talk about all the shit we've been doing. 
I mean, we wanted to do the, like, have a little bit of the educational alcohol talk at the beginning um, from PD's Power Hour, uh, but then we also wanted to talk about everything else. So it, it just kind of fell into place where we just sectioned off, like, what are you, what are we drinking? What are we playing? What are we watching? It just kind of worked. We have a script. Yeah, yeah. We write things down. We've got some notes. We got some bullet yeah. points. Yeah, we have some bullet points of like what overall what we're going to talk about, just so we know. Like, and then yeah, most most of it honestly is just us bullshitting. That's mm-hmm. how me and Pam talk normally. So yeah, <laughs> and that's honestly that's kind of the best. You get the best conversations. It comes naturally, and like I said, you two knowing each other the way you do it that that's what shows, and that, that's what's nice about it. I was going to say it would be interesting. Pam, if there was one, is there any alcohol you think you could teach Michelle about? Oh, I don't know. We were trying <laughs> to think of like when when <laughs> she was here. Where I was thinking like, oh, what are Canadian drinks? And we thought about doing Caesars, but then I I think those are gross, so I didn't actually want to. Um, what is a Caesar? It's basically oh. a Bloody Mary, except the tomato juice also has clam juice in it. Yeah. Okay. So we decided not. We decided no <laughs> on that. Um, I don't really know that there's any alcohol that I know more about than than Michelle. No. So Probably since not. since becoming friends with her, have you adopted a like a mixed drink or something that's like really been your go to since meeting her? Japanese whiskey. Yeah, oh, Japanese yeah. whiskey. That's that's where that came from. This I, I actually bought this bottle of duty free on a trip back from uh, visiting. So, uh, yeah, and I learned about some new wines that I like drinking now. So, um, yeah, as far as cocktails, I don't know if there's new ones. Mm. Oh, my lights just went out. <laughs> now I like I said. Uh, if you haven't already, we said at the beginning, make sure, go over, check them out. But I just wanted to give that quick plug because I, I was very curious. And I I said I like going on my little mm-hmm. tangents. And I was very curious, like, you know, how, how you guys originated with that. How long have you been talking about starting a podcast before you finally pulled the trigger on it? It was when you were here in, like, ju- in the beginning of July. July. Mm-hmm. And you didn't even tell me. Dylan no. told me. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I knew that I knew that Michelle had kind of wanting to be changing things up for PD's Power Hour. Um but she had not told me that she was going to ask me if I wanted to do a podcast with her. I asked everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh so eventually I found out like in July and I guess that's when we started started talking about it. So mm-hmm. when did we actually start? September, maybe? End of August? No, um, did we start before or after Retro World? I don't remember. After. Right after, yeah. Maybe it was right after Retro yeah. World. Yeah. 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 I pulled Norm like said the he'd be our you know, first guest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was so funny. And I was like, <laughs> Pixel Dan was like, do you remember asking that? I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay. Apparently, Norm from, was a gaming historian? was like, oh, I'll be your first guest on your podcast. I was like, cool. We're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about this? Okay. <laughs> I'm like deer in headlights. I'm like, I really? Why? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> no, like I said, I, 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 I'm loving it. Can't wait to see the next episode. Um, but I guess the question is, 
Jambers, um, with our podcast, we have a special episode coming up tomorrow, but it's thanks to our awesome Patreons. And what do we have questions this week? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question and we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up from JD Mains. Thoughts on Callisto Protocol coming out in like a little over a week. I pre-ordered the PS5 and can't wait. You pre-ordered the PS5 for this, my dude? Okay. I'm assuming the PS5 version. Unless he just went balls to the wall and just bought everything. <laughs> <laughs> he is our top patron, so I think he can afford it. <laughs> so are either of you interested in that game? No. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm interested because it's from the people who made Dead Space, and Dead Space is one of my favorite horror games. So oh. I'm definitely interested in playing it. It looks spooky, and I'm kind of wimpy, so I might need to find someone else to play it with, or maybe play oh my on God, stream or I'll... something. But I, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. yeah, I well to your point, I saw that and I was like, oh okay. They, instead of make, remaking Dead Space, we're getting this. And then next year, yeah, Dead Space remake coming out. I'm like, what the <laughs> shit is this? So yeah, I I'm definitely interested. No, I did not go out and pre-order it. Um, I'll do the thing that I think most people do, which is wait two months and when it's like thirty bucks, I'll get it then. Uh, it look it looks awesome though. It does look creepy as hell. Uh, maybe I'll do it on a stream as well. Probably drinking a little too much, and that's what makes the horror games even more fun. Mm-hmm. You think that's gonna be down to thirty bucks in a couple of months? This game has been hyped for like <sighs> it's not Nintendo. A lot. Come on, like games drop everything drops. like so that's quick. That's true. Yeah. it's not Nintendo. Whereas goddamn Black Friday sales for like Luigi's Mansion Three was still like, oh, it's only fifty five dollars. I'm like, what the fuck is? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Meanwhile, Sonic Frontiers came out two weeks ago, and it's already down to like twenty bucks. It's like, ooh, oh. is it really? Mm-hmm. It was like twenty to thirty on Brett, depending on where you're looking. Are you guys Sonic boys? Are you are you the crazy Sonic fans? Let's. I, I, this is deal breaker mode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What do you think our answer is? I'm gonna hope no, but <laughs> but I don't You'd be know. Correct. I okay, mean, Jim <laughs> is the the Sega guy, even though he knows shit about it. But <laughs> but it's I mean, funny. my knuckles body pillows off screen. But besides <laughs> that, <laughs> but no, we are not. I mean, we've said. Especially after slamming Sonic 3, which everyone thinks... Sonic 3 and Knuckles, I should say, which is the best game ever. We're like, it's a bit too much for anything. Sonic 1 and 2 were simple, fun, easy. Most Sonic games, they're not good. The movies were kind of entertaining, but uh, yeah, outside of that... Yeah, Sonic's... um, It was a flash in a pan. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) Jim. Ooh, you're pissing some people off. Brian going it. very gentle there. Sorry, I, I've, sorry G. <laughs> uh, yeah, I th- I've played more Sonic than Brian. Like, I think they're okay. I have ones I like. I haven't, like, any of the new ones, like, from the past couple years, I have not really liked at all. Even, like, Mania, I played it and I was like, eh. And then playing Sonic 3 and Knuckles, I was like, yeah, it's all right. Like, I played way more of it than Brian to get footage. But, yeah, I still think my favorite spinball. So that kind of tells you where I'm at with the Sonic series. You would pick a pinball game. God damn it. (laughs) Pam, what about you? I mean, obviously you're friends with Michelle, so I guess you can't like Sonic too much. I don't like any Sonic. I don't like Sonic 1. I don't like Sonic 2. The only other one I think I played is Sonic CD. It's everything about that game is like go fast, go fast, go fast. But everything about the level design is 
memorize this level design so you don't run into spikes. So mm-hmm. it does. I don't. I don't like it. Not appealing. <laughs> so did you both play it when you were younger, and it, it definitely like turned you off right away? You're like, nah, it's not for me. Or did you try it later, and, and still you were like, mm, I don't see the hype. I played it at a neighbor's house because I never had a Genesis, but I it wasn't a big fan of it then. I was always like, can you put on the Nintendo now? Like, <laughs> What about yeah. you, Michelle? Same deal? Pretty much. I played it at a friend's house, and I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Do you Yay. at least like the soundtrack? I don't even remember a thing about the soundtrack, so no. Not even Green Hell Zone. That's at least one everywhere. I I got nothing for you. No Mm. nostalgia. All Mm. evil. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Petey, speaking of playing stuff at a friend's house, I liked in the last episode when you're like, yeah, my friend had a CDI. And I was like, what kind of weirdo has a CDI? And as I'm hearing this, I'm just like... You said and you're that like, line and it I... wasn't me. Who was it? <laughs> you were. Who was it? Tell me now. <laughs> dare you cheat on me? Yeah. <laughs> but you nailed it right. Anyone with CDI, you know, you know what's going on. They probably got Keystone Some... flags behind them. Right? They're probably super <laughs> sketchy too. Like we never trust people with CDIs. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, JD, can't wait to play Callisto Protocol. What the hell is it? Again? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, Callisto Protocol. But yeah, no, it looks cool. Uh, like I said, big Dead Space vibes. Looks spooky, and I will wait until it's super cheap. So. You're never going to play it. Who I'll get around to it in like five years. I'll make, res- I'll make it a resolution you, game Me and you can play it together, Jim. Jim, I'll come over and we'll play it together because I don't want to play it because I'm a big, fat baby. So we can play it together someday. How about that? All right. Sounds like a plan. But if you let him play, you're never going to finish because he's not good at games. Okay. <laughs> Eventually, she won't be scared of any of the parts in the game anymore. She'll be like, this is where he jumps out again. This is yeah. time number 20, Jim. What the fuck? Then I'll just take the rope like, fuck you, Jim. I'm going to take over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up from Burn Retinas. What is the silliest hangover cure that you've heard of or tried? And are any actually effective? And then J.D. Mains goes, I'm a big fan of Liquid IV. Liquid IV is fucking legit. That is a goddamn lifesaver. Yep. But from IV. the more off-the-wall stuff. So, Pam, do you know I, what that is? Yeah, I was going to say, like, that's... Um, before we each dive into it, the thing before Liquid IV was either always Gatorade or, like, Pedialyte for that shit. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's like that, but it, it's like you dump a packet into your water and it's just electrolytes, a shit ton of them. So. Oh, I thought you meant like actually getting IV fluid, uh, which I think is a pretty good cure, but yeah. <laughs> Isn't that shit expensive though? Like, I've never tried it, but I've, I've heard it's, uh, it's a little expensive. But then again, well, this Japanese whiskey, I don't in know. IV or the liquid IVs? So. No, no, no. Like the getting the actual <laughs> IV and you're like, I think to go to those places that are just willing to do that, it can be upwards of like 200 bucks or something. Wait, those places exist? I didn't what know those places of, exist. I was. What just are you talking hospitals. about, Brian? I, just yeah. like, I go to there all the time. I know where these places are in the sketchy neighborhoods of Philadelphia. What is Actually, <laughs> I have a couple <laughs> medical supply stores around me that probably would do that. Mm-hmm. Listen, oh, wait till you hear my hangout. Mine is so low grade, you'd never try it. But I first want to well, hear. Well, what is yours? It's pre-drinking. It was something I did in college. Don't ask me mm-hmm. why it worked. But if I drank chocolate milk before I drank, I never got a hangover and never got sick. <laughs> that it, seems counterintuitive. 
Okay. I think it's just the milk absorbing the acidity of the alcohol. I think you're crazy. Base, listen, listen. If if I if I have to be your teacher here for a minute, basic chemistry. You got you got your acids and you got your bases, right? So they balance yeah. each other out, and, and when you get too much acidity, that's what gets you sick. And it also builds alcohol up the sodium in you. It's acidic. acidic. It is. Is it? Yep. Mm-hmm. When it builds up in your gut, so the base neutralizes it, and then it coats your stomach. Doesn't allow you to get sick. I'm not saying it works for everyone. I'm saying I never once got sick when I did that. I haven't done it in many, many years because I don't drink it's chocolate disgusting. milk. Well, yeah, I, I don't ever just drink chocolate milk, but I did it a whole, whole bunch, and I never got sick. So that was my surefire way to not get sick or even have a hangover before I drank. And this is college days where I would drink. You start, I start the night off with five or six car bombs, move on to shots, do beer, do all kinds of stuff. So, yeah. And you're still alive to tell the tale. Five or six car bombs. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, Michelle, I think I told you that story. My one, well, one of my exes was a bartender, and we would just give a 20. Me and my friends would give a 20 each. And every drink that was on her list of learning, we would try throughout the night. But we would always start, yeah, with about five or six car bombs. And for $20? Oh, we were robbing the bar, basically. <laughs> it wasn't, yeah. It this was, was a bar that did not stick around long for yeah. many reasons. But, but um, Brian, I'm sure, it was a big one. It was <laughs> not responsible and not advisable, but we did it. So, But we did it because yeah. we were in college and we were stupid. <laughs> but, but my non, non-college Brian, yes, Liquid IV to Jim's point, that is, that is like the go-to – it's the quickest way. It's better than water. It's better than Gatorade. That's how you recover as fast as possible. But I'm more okay. curious, Michelle, as the expert in alcohol, what do you do to recover? You just because I think I'm an expert in alcohol that I know the best recovery. You no, it's called better. sleep. It's sleep, <laughs> water, and Advil, honestly, is the only thing that will help you recover. Electrolytes, absolutely. Like I have, there's a brand called FitAid that does like electrolyte um soda it's like lemony soda they have like an immunity one a fit aid one uh focus one anything with electrolytes with a little bit of carbonation that lemony helps me a ton that's i feel like it's just a step up from gatorade you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so just a little slight step up from gatorade is is where i'm at in terms of like that's what you need because as as well as a big breakfast Mm -hmm. so (laughs) how about you and sleep What's yeah, I'm the same thing. A, a big greasy breakfast, egg, sausages, mm. hash browns, mm-hmm. water. Pam makes the best breakfast, guys. I just have to say. <laughs> <laughs> water and then go back to bed. Like that's. <laughs> yeah, the gr- I, well, my follow up was going to be, do you guys have a meal? Because same deal after. uh a Pam breakfast is the ultimate <laughs> yeah. hangover cure. Visiting Pam in Canada, I'm always like, like Pam's gonna make me breakfast. I get so excited because Pam makes the fucking best breakfasts. I'm not even kidding you. She comes out with a little cup of coffee for me, and then she comes out with like this beautiful plate of like egg, 
bacon or sausage with little tomato cut up and a little orange and hash browns. I'm like, what the fuck is shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's so great visiting Pam. I like breakfast. Make yeah. people so happy. good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Cannot emphasize how amazing it is. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what about you, Jambers? Um, well, besides liquid IV, the best thing is fucking weed. Like, if you need that quick cure and you're like going through alcohol weed? poisoning. Yes. <laughs> this huh. is a CDI guy. Yeah. Uh, there right. we go. We know. <laughs> no trust. <laughs> Look, nothing out of my mouth ever makes sense anyway. But no, like, if I'm having a vicious hangover where it's just nonstop puke, weed kind of stops it pretty quick. And then it's the usual. Or if, obviously, I'm pretty much out of that game, though. So it's mostly puke a bunch of times, pass out, wake up, have a um, greasy meal, I, take I, another nap. All right. I guess if you're at the at the point of puking, I can see how weed would be good. I, I honestly haven't thrown up from alcohol in a long, long time. So well, I that's <laughs> Jim. When was the last time you drank and didn't throw up from alcohol? Uh, actually, somehow this past like long weekend of drinking, I never threw up. But yeah, from going hard down, probably two weeks, I still throw up all the time. Oh my god! Because you don't yeah, do the no. chocolate milk. That's your problem. Yeah, maybe I should. I should have it just all curdle in there. I'm sure it would be much better coming out. Chocolate milk, alcohol, weed, just mix just it all together. Pam's oh. Pam's breakfast on top. It will, yeah. It'll all work out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that uh, yeah, I, I've heard I've heard crazy shit. Like I know some people, they gotta have like a stromboli the next day, and you like you said the greasiness, like just having something carb heavy grease, like it absorbs it the next day. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, a lot of people I knew used to like, you take Tylenol before you drank to try and stop yourself from getting the headache. And, you know, it, it, the easy answer, yeah, if you somehow manage to sneak Wooders in there in between each drink, you'll be probably okay. But let's be honest, none of us are that responsible when you go hard. So yeah, you just deal with it. Just lay in bed and be like, what the fuck did I do? That's all Never you Never drinking know. again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think there's, I think the most vile shit on earth is low-grade vodka. When I'm willing to take a shot of vodka, I know the night went terribly. Like, when you can taste the rubbing alcohol aspect of it, it's awful. What do you think's worse at this point, though? That's when you hit though? the ultimate low. <laughs> mm-hmm. As the old heads that we are, Brian, what do you think's worse, though? Low-grade vodka or fireball at this point? Well, I would I would drink fireball over... Yeah, I would... Yeah. Mm. I would... I Even would, I would. Yeah. <laughs> fireball doesn't have a bad... Me- I'm just over... Like, fireball is one of those things I'm just like... I don't... Like, ugh, it's fireball. But vodka, unless it's something where I don't taste it at all... And I'm never doing just a straight shot of vodka again. That one goddamn, uh, the fuck, too many games. The first one we went to, when I started doing <laughs> the vodka shots, I was like, why am I doing this? Like, it, it was. We're on the floor doing 99 bananas. Shots so. are never a good idea. Like, when it gets to the point when you've been drinking all night, and like, yeah, tequila shots. Like, no, just yeah. no. Shots Stop. are never good. Stop. Mm-hmm. That's what the is the point with of alcohol, this? though. Like, Sip. you can't. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. It's uh, it's one of those deals. Like we said, you meet certain people at too many games. They're offering you shot after shot, and I wonder who they are. Mm. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder who's constantly offering you shitty beer all the time. And I'm like, dudes, I'm not drinking your shitty (laughs) keys. Stop 
offering it. Listen, I don't want to be lumped in with a certain Keystone contingent down here. Yeah. They saying. don't sell Keystone at too many games. It was just Miller Lights. I'm not drinking your shitty, what is it, beer lattes? What do, what do they call Bush lattes. Like, bush, oh, lattes. bush lattes. I'm not drinking that shit. Stop trying to make me drink it. You Wait, not having any natterdays? Come on. I have a no. picture of you drinking a bush latte. I'm also drinking that was one. one time. <laughs> no, Michelle, Michelle gets us at the end of the night, though, with it was moonshine, right? Very high percentage. Was that what you brought? At too many games? Yeah, what was that stuff? You, Bitch, I, I don't feel you feed you moonshine what at too was many it? games. It, or you, was brought, it? you brought moonshine at the end. It was something when we, when we, 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 when we were at yeah. the table. What did you pop out? That was bourbon. That was expensive ass bourbon. That was bourbon. Are you sure? Yeah. I swear to God, whatever I, it was, I, I'm with Brian. Jim I'm couldn't even drink here. it. I had to finish his, and I and everyone else at the table was like, "This burns way too much." I drank way too much of it, and I was like, "We basically took shots of it." You said it's high. It was high proof bourbon. It was Rowan's Creek. I remember the last too many games where we met uh, a piscina. Yeah, yep. we yes. met mm-hmm. the first time. Yep. I met a piscina, Pam. Yeah. <laughs> the second yeah. time was at Retro Old, which was way less fun. Um, <laughs> we'll tell that story after the podcast. After, Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, we were at that round table yeah. at the after party. Yeah. Whatever it, it was. was bourbon. It, whatever it was, it was after a whole night of being fed other shots by other individuals, beers, and... You found my shit not good. I'm just saying a little chocolate. I'm just saying it was the wrong time. (laughs) Maybe we can start with the high alcohol stuff, and then not when we're already been drinking for like five hours. That's when you broke out your uh, what do you call it? Your car trunk wine the other year. Yeah, the previous year. (laughs) Listen, and I was playing practically bodyguard to certain individuals I was carrying around, so it was it was a long night that night. Oh, Lord. We won't talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, recovery, it's up to the individual. The the responsible answer is don't drink so much that you need to recover. We all know that's not going to happen. No, just get something greasy. That's the real answer. (laughs) Just get some sleep, drink some water, drink lots and lots of water before you go to sleep. And Mm -hmm. you're fine. It'll be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Last up from Alex Perez. What are some of your favorite YouTube channels besides obviously DBPG cannot be tamed in Petey's Power Hour? Yes, I'm kissing butt, but I really am a fan of all of your content. So, favorite YouTube channels. Let, you, let both of you start. I have a lot of favorite YouTube channels. I subscribe to so many. I like video essays a lot, so I watch a lot of those. Um, Pixel a day is really good. I am error is really good. Um, I like folding ideas, innuendo studio, contrapoints, like lots, lots of good channels. I don't know. Um, hmm. Yeah. Okay. What about? I've been watching a lot of Indie Mouse lately because Pam introduced me to that channel. <clears throat> mm. Those are awesome. fun. Mm-hmm. I like Red Litter Media. Mm. Mm. Snest drunk, his silly ass. <laughs> and we can tell him that I said that. I don't care. <laughs> uh, what else? What else do I subscribe to? I mean, there's a lot of crap I subscribe to. Cannot be tamed, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, just like I like 
mostly time, I guess I just watch a bunch of Twitch stuff in the background just to like have noise, you know, every once in a while. So, yeah. That just brought something in my mind. Do either of you get to a game that you've played previously, but you'll also be listening to something in the background at the same time? Or are you always just focused on the game? I'll let Pam go. It depends on the game. Um, I mean, so many of the games I play, you know, have important dialogue or things to read or whatever. But if I'm playing something a little bit more mindless, then I will often either have my YouTube watch later list going or I'll have a podcast playing. Okay. I very rarely listen to something else besides the video game when I'm playing. I don't know why. Hmm. Very rarely. I'm even trying to think like in the past if I've ever really done that. No. Usually I ha I play the game and I play the game. Like I don't listen to podcasts or something like that. I just play the game. Unless it's like a really bad soundtrack that I just want turned off and it's repetitive, which I can only think of like really honestly, I was playing the CDI game. I was like, turn this shit off because I cannot <laughs> handle this music. <laughs> but that's honestly it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Chambers, what about you? What what channels you you watching? Uh, I mean, if it gives when it comes to gaming, like I've always been a big GameSack fan, and he only uploads like once every two weeks, so it always leaves you wanting more. Uh, Stop Skeletons when he started moving, especially to his like current format, his like long essay like research stuff is good. Uh, outside of that, Red Later Media, I fucking love. Goddamn, Rich Evans is a treasure. Uh, isn't he? Isn't he a peach? He's just <laughs> just just want to squeeze his little cheeks. You just gotta love that. I've guy. recently started watching Star Trek, uh, TNG, and now I'm like understanding all their stupid references, and it's it's great. It's just it's just great. <laughs> oh yeah, like I grew up on a shitload of uh, what do you call it, TNG and DS9, and like when I, when mm -hmm. they have their episodes, like their quiz things, I'm like, damn, they go so deep into detail. It's insane, <laughs> especially fucking Mike Jesus. But uh, yeah, um, like history, like anything by Simon Whistler, basically. So biographics, uh, war graphics. Geographics. It's all like either history or places and shit like that. It's all like twenty minute uh, little documentary forms. He makes great stuff. Um, yeah, those are like the biggest ones besides Present Company, obviously. But yeah, no, they're all. That's yeah. If you want to hit if, really Simon Whistler, if you want anything like history related at all, just check his channel out. He's got like ten channels, so you won't be missing out on anything there. Actually, Pam, speaking of your channel real quick, did all of the uh, mean comments for your JRPG list go into the YouTube like auto blocker? Because it was like surprisingly supportive in your comment section. Uh, no, not too many of them got auto blocked. Just, you know, the occasional the people like who didn't believe I played Chrono Trigger or like, you know, said my credibility is now shot and they're never watching me again. But no, it, the, the comments weren't too bad. The uh, the like to dislike ratio is a little lo lower than normal, but hmm. no, the comments weren't yeah. too bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, uh, I give a shameless plug to our buddies, Console Wars. Love their concept. Lo love their channel. They they put out great stuff. Um, but honestly, I don't watch a ton of other gaming YouTubes. I, I listen to um, the It's Always Sunny podcast, but I do it on YouTube. So I love It's Always Sunny, and those guys are always entertaining to me. Uh, but I also watch uh, Laidback, uh, DFR. Um, he's got a great channel. It's music channel, but also um, 
he like gets reactions to certain music that he's never heard before. And it's interesting hearing his opinion on music he hasn't heard. A shit ton of music stuff. Um, and then Dead Meat is a good like uh, it's a it's a horror podcast that it's not even a horror podcast. It's a horror channel that like just reviews movies in a really entertaining way. And um, yeah, I'm all over the place. I'm very music, music heavy when it comes to YouTube. That's like my number one thing, whether it's video game music or real music. Pam, I know you gave some great suggestions back in the day of some music soundtracks, some video game. So I have so many damn playlists <laughs> that I have that, yeah, I asked you guys, do you ever listen? I sometimes find myself, like, even if I'm playing Call of Duty, like, Warzone or multiplayer, I put that shit on mute and I just listen to music and somehow I focus better in the game than listening to the actual shit. So yeah, that that's kind of my go-to on YouTube. Mm. See, I don't listen to that on YouTube. I just buy the vinyl. <laughs> oh, I wanted to hit up your vinyl collection. That was goddamn. I was like, oh, this is gonna end in a second, and you have a stack of like it, it's it's crazy your stack. It, it's but Ooh, what I wanted sorry. to ask is from that list, and we're gonna put the link below. You got to pick a favorite. Give me a favorite. Yep, just one. <laughs> You're throwing out all the rest. You're only keeping one. What is it? Ah! <laughs> no! All right, I'll let They're you keep, my babies. I'll let you Look keep two. Them. I'll be nice. They were Okay, the two, two. Mystic two. Quest, Mystic Quest. <sighs> All right, Mystic Quest, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and um, original one I just got. Which Wait, is... do, you, do you like Final Fantasy? I can't tell. I mean, I don't know. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not obvious at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. I mean, I have one, two, three, four, at least four Final Fantasy vinyls, so I don't know. <laughs> now, let me ask you, as someone, <clears throat> I understand... There's a lot of people who love vinyl for different reasons. Mm. What was your gateway into vinyl? Was it video game soundtracks or was it other vinyls that you have? Hold on again. <laughs> nope. Here we go. Hold oh, on. Here we go. I thought okay, so my introduction second. into vinyl was, yes, I'm going to have a blanket over my blanket. Okay. So I was um, staying at my family's house and I went okay. to the basement and I found a bunch of vinyls in my family's basement. And I used to have a vinyl player that my dad owned and I got rid of it, which I'm stupid, fucking stupid. And I found this tiny stack of vinyls that was his and I found this. <laughs> it's by The Reach Fix. The it's called Reach, the, Reach beach. the Beach. Look at this art. Look at that art. Isn't that amazing? It's very I'm colorful. just going to hold it here. I can't tell if that is a skinned person or just a very muscular person, but it is a... You only wish you could be that sexy. It is... I mean, that, <laughs> don't, don't we all? <laughs> that is a very muscular dude, okay. and he's got, like, a little, like, what is this? A handcuffy Hand thing holding... Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Reaching call... for the beach. Yeah, that's Reaching what we call a criminal. <laughs> so this... So I saw this, and I loved the art, and I was like... Is this what we're working with we're here with kids? This is what I want. This is I want to collect this stuff For, okay. because of this art. So this mm -hmm. artist is called George Underwood. He is actually BFFs of David Bowie and actually did a lot, a lot of album covers for David Bowie, as well as uh, The Fix. 
which this is actually a really good album. You guys should listen to this. This is a really good album. Um, but yeah, he did a lot of David Bowie art and such. So I loved this. And this was my gateway drug. And then I found out we also did video games after this. And I was like, oh, hell no. So <laughs> that was so that was the link into it. OK, that was my gateway drug. <laughs> so it's not what I've heard a lot of people say is just they prefer the sound quality of vinyl. Like that's kind of. Yeah. Too. Yeah. The quality is definitely better, but I like the art, the art of the, the vinyl. But it's the physicality of it. Like when you collect video games, you like yeah. to have that physical art, that box, that cardboard or whatever the cartridge is. It's that kind of same thing. I like to look at the art and such. Like I just put up shelves this past weekend so I can display the art better. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's kind of a pain in the ass because I most of the time I'll listen to music on Spotify because I don't have to flip the stupid thing. But it does. I think it does sound better. Okay. But it's also, you know, I, I do listen to them, but not yeah. all the time. So when are you going to start collecting laser discs for the same art? Oh, when I get a laser disc. <laughs> actually, my, my dad does auctions a lot. And he actually got, oh, what was it called? Like a, a laser disc. And then it had a modulator, a module that had played Sega CD and Sega Genesis. This thing a was laser like, active? Yeah, he found Holy a laser shit. active. Yeah, so he bought it at auction. You want to guess how much? I want you to guess how much. 700 I'm gonna say. Oh wait, wait. He runs the auction, so he probably did like. No, what, no, he doesn't 20? run an auction. He found it at an auction. Oh, hmm. So he's 700. So to beat him, I'll say 701. Who's closer? <laughs> 700 <laughs> is closer. He bought it for 60 bucks. Son of a mother. <laughs> 60 dollars. Wow. He bought it for because nobody know what it was, and he saw it. And so it comes with a laser disc thing, and he was tr he got it, and he wanted to see it work, so he bought a laser disc, and it looks exactly like a vinyl. I was like, oh my god, yep. is this a vinyl? <laughs> he got Terminator Two on laser disc. I was like, sweet. Ooh. For some reason, I'm fine with flipping a vinyl, but the idea of flipping a movie over halfway through—it's right. like no, not no, no don't want to do it. Or switching the VHS yeah. tape? Oh. No, 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 no. Oh, mm -mm. those damn three-hour movies. That would mm -hmm. be too. Yep. No. Well, yeah, going back to, like, yeah, 2000s. The amount of the 2000s was the year, I guess, I decided from my money I made from work I was going to buy DVDs, and the amount with side A and B pisses me off still to this day. So, yeah, same. I will very lazily buy a Blu-ray to avoid having to use my old DVD, even mm -hmm. if it's the same movie for that reason. That's mm -hmm. a great call there. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you brought the vinyl, though, because that, that was something I definitely wanted to ask you about. Well, Pam, you've got yeah. a bunch, too. What was your gateway drug? The first vinyl I had, like, as an adult was the Doom soundtrack, the Doom 2013 soundtrack. Ooh, or two, ooh, four, nice. 14, Yeah, that was the first one I got. And then I just sort of snowballed in the next one I think I got was Snatcher. Um, and, yeah, I've just sort of been buying them here and there. I'm trying to be, like, tempering it because I – there's some I've bought where I was just like, oh, I like this game. But, like, I don't actually want to listen to the game soundtrack <laughs> without the game so i'm trying to really do only things that i will listen to on their own because i've got a couple where i'm like eh, i don't actually want to listen to this i just bought it because i like playing whatever it's from but it's different it's different playing and listening so yeah i was just gonna ask we're all collectors here we're all guilty of shelf collecting to a bit i'm sure and i was gonna say of the vinyls you guys buy mm -hmm. how often I mean, I, I'm on this weird, crazy, uh, call it a challenge, of going through 
one of the Rolling Stones' top 500 albums to expose myself to music I would never listen to otherwise. Mm -hmm. So I'm going through that. A lot of shit I will never listen to, (laughs) but I'm committed. I'm going to listen to the entire album, start to finish, in one sitting, whether it's during a drive, whatever. Do you find that with these vinyls, will you listen to the entire thing in one sitting? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Occasionally, actually, well, we'll say like maybe half the time I'll like throw on one side and then I will like forget to change it or whatever and I'll go on to something else. But no, I'll definitely mm-hmm. listen to uh, an entire vinyl. Um, yeah. I know you didn't ask me to pick babies, but I like, I, I'm all about the super giant um, game. So like Bastion, Transistor, those are my, my favorites. Okay. Nice. Well, I mean, like I said, it's it's funny because uh, I find it is a different experience listening to an album or anything. So I'm sure with the vinyl, between the sound quality and everything else, sitting through the entire thing is a different experience. You appreciate it more or maybe less because I found that with some albums where I'm like, mm, okay, this is this would be better in a different experience. Yeah, because you have to yeah. like the whole album. It's not like, you know, even a CD, which I haven't listened to in years, where you can just be like, skip track, like, super easily. It's, you know, you have to like the whole album. If half of it isn't good, then it's not going to be a good experience to listen to. You mean you mm-hmm. don't walk around with your p- portable CD player still? I don't. On your side? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, that's... uh. I'll be honest, I don't even remember who asked the question or where it was originally, but... Oh, that was Alex Perez, originally about YouTube channels. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> hey, thank you, Thanks, Alex. Alex. Extra bang for your buck there, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yes, thank you once again to all of our patrons for the support. We really do appreciate it. Uh, like Brian says, tomorrow we'll be reviewing Thanksgiving. That will be the bonus episode for this month. So... One of Brian and I's favorites. I'm sure Nick is super excited to be talking about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, is that a once... movie? Huh? Oh, it is sure that a is. Movie? Oh. It's Ooh. about a killer turkey. That's all you need to know. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So after the Eagles game, when we hang out, well, I'll just have to pop that on. Do you want to scare the shit out? You're the CDI guy. You can't be showing her shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been exposed to the CDI. I can take anything now, so. Yeah. Hotel Mario. (laughs) Oh my God. Don't get me started. Moving on. (laughs) I made Bri review that. Uh You did. Son of a fuck. But yeah. uh, Yeah. And once again, if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five star review. uh, Any five star and leave a comment. Any comment you leave, we'll read on the show. So once again, thank you to everybody out there. No, truly appreciate everyone. All right, everyone, with the holidays right around the corner, if you haven't already found a gift for the special guy in your life, then I have a solution for you that's better than just getting a gift card. You really need to head over to manscaped.com and check out their Platinum Package 4.0. As you can see, this thing is filled to the brim with all kinds of goodies. Let's start with the Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer, which features a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology that helps protect your fellows downstairs. Plus, if you're trying to do this in the dark and you need a little bit of extra light, check out this 4000K LED light so you'll be able to see all your little nooks and crannies. And for the older gentleman in your life, why not try out the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer? Because nobody's trying to see a whole bunch of hair growing out of those areas. 
Now these are great tools that to keep you looking good, but let's talk about your smell. Let's start with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, a deodorant you didn't know you need and you probably didn't even know was on the market. But let's not stop there. Let's make your balls feel a little better with the Crop Reviver. You're going to feel better and you're going to get rid of any stank problems all day long. But in addition, the Platinum Package 4.0 also offers a nice pair of boxer briefs because chances are the ones you're wearing have some holes that you really should be throwing out at this point. Add in this awesome leather travel case and you can take this on the go anywhere. This truly is a great package, and what I will say is, ironically, after using this, I got compliments on my beard. May not have been from the people I wanted, but it was still there. So if you want to get a great gift for the guy in your life, head over to manscaped.com and make sure you use the promo code DBPG to get 20% off and free shipping. Once again, that is 20% off and free shipping with the code DBPG. Don't be the Grinch in your guy's life. Help bring him some cheer. His balls will thank you. All right, so we are back and want to ask, are we still all drinking the same thing? And how are those drinks treating us? So, Michelle, we'll start with you. Okay. How, how's your no, ginger we're beer? Not drinking. <laughs> I moved on from ginger beer because I didn't really want to open another one because I like them and I want to save them. And we're beyond this point now. Okay. So I'm having a highball, which is just pretty much Japanese whiskey with a little club soda. And I add a little spritz of lemon, 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 lime into it and that is a highball it is literally whiskey with club soda so yay <laughs> another fancy japanese whiskey all right it's actually not the fancy one it's only the toki suntory toki which is a cheap one it's like 30 bucks at you know the pennsylvania thing so yeah <laughs> it's not the expensive one i do have one two three four five six Seven Japanese whiskeys. Wow. Okay. <laughs> to choose from. <laughs> How many of those are the hibiki? Uh, one is hibiki. Mm -hmm. I have a, two bottles of Yamazaki 12 year. Yeah, I have two bottles. <laughs> I have a problem. I have this other one from Matsui. Uh, another one I can't see the label of, and I don't remember the name because why? Uh, another one I have the label that's got a cool samurai dude on it. Don't know the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you one? I have, a, I have an obsession that needs to stop, kids, because Japanese whiskeys are not cheap. No, they're not. Besides at all. the Toki, the Toki is great and cheap. So, I mean, yeah. that that little shelf, what I can see past the mic, it seems pretty full. Yeah, you want to read it? That's I my mean, little that, shelf. That, that, <laughs> that, that's a very expensive shelf, right there. It is. <laughs> can I tell you the most ghetto shit? The my my intro to Japanese whiskey was my one buddy and Jim, you know him, Ronnie, um, oh. mm -hmm. for one of my birthdays, came over with a, an expensive, not the most expensive hibiki, but let's just say one of the expensive ones, brought it, said, hey, happy birthday, got this whiskey, poured it out for me, I had a drink, I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty damn good, like, never had anything like that. He took the bottle home. He was only giving me the sip of it. Oh. Like, I was like, the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm not giving you this whole bottle. I'm just giving you a set. I was like, that's the ghettoest goddamn birthday gift I've ever gotten. So, yeah. That was my that's pretty intro. Ghetto. Yeah, that was, like my, that was my intro into Japanese whiskey. So, yeah. 
Well, I'd probably do the same thing if I was bringing over Japanese whiskey. So whenever I come to see you guys in a that, couple of weeks, I will not be bringing. There's a difference <laughs> between suggesting that this is a birthday present versus, oh, I'm going to let you taste a little bit of this. That's a big difference. All I mean, I'm if you say. guys want to do a tasting, I'll bring all seven. I don't care. But Michelle's going to take them home at the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> what, now, what you got going on, Pam? Are you sticking with the same? or? Yeah, I'm sticking with the same. Um Centauri, the Cheetah whiskey. Just I'm just drinking this real slow. I went to the pub before I got on the podcast, so. I know you, we need the pre-drinks before we get on here. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chambers? Did you um, move on just, from your quote-unquote sour pump, pumpkin beer? Yes. So I moved on to good old <laughs> Golden Monkey, nine point five percent. It's an old. It's always there when I need it. So never have a bad time with it. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> as we were talking after I finished my old fashioned, I don't have all the stuff in front of me. So then I just was drinking the whiskey, went through more than I would have liked. So now I moved on to the Sam Adams Holiday White Ale, which is. I hate Sam Adams. Why? What What'd they do to you? I just don't like it. I don't like their beer. I think I had their cherry one once and I was like, oh, fuck this shit. And I do not like Sam Adams. I just don't like it, the beer. I think it's Bretty. And we don't like Brett here. Brett's a bad... I'm never going to date a guy named Brett. I'm never going to drink anything that has Brett. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You say that now. Then, then we're, then we're going to cut to a clip in the future where she marries a guy named Brett. That's what's going to yep, happen. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to find him on a dating app. <laughs> so, so this one, it came in a pack with... Um, it was like their holiday winter ales. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those deals where it's like, all right, it's winter season. I'm I'm not drinking any more IPAs. I've had enough taste of pine and goddamn all that. So, yeah, I want to move on to this Mad Elf shit like that. And knowing that I was drinking whiskey, I was trying to be responsible. Didn't have my goddamn chocolate milk. So I didn't want to have my Mad Elf at 11 and 12%. So I moved on to this. Trying to be responsible here. All right. <laughs> It's a good adult. Tomorrow is, you know, work day. We all should be responsible. I don't care. What's my work schedule? I don't have to be up Wait, tomorrow. Bro, are you actually going in the office? Uh, I go in the office on Thursdays, Jim. Come no, on. Motherfucker. <laughs> Bitching about alcohol. Yeah. Just rolling your ass out of bed. Walk the, 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 any morning meetings. Yeah. I'm good, baby. Woo! Yeah. Listen, I am always dressed appropriately from the top up. You know, from the bottom. No, it's not. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Jim, don't hate. I'll hate. <laughs> Jim, but speaking about hating and things that Michelle really cares about, let's talk about Uh-oh. some shovelware on PlayStation. Oh. This is her favorite topic, so. She was so excited when we said her the uh, the list earlier. But yes, PlayStation, if you don't know, it's got a bit of a, we can call it a quality control problem. Let's just say there's a lot of shit on there, and there's a lot of people who are basically repeat offenders by making games that are, Super short, super shitty, recycled assets, and basically there to abuse the trophy system. And PlayStation recently came out basically saying, "Uh uh-uh, we're kiboshing this. They're putting a stop on it, and they basically gave a long list of things from a temporary banning to a permanent ban for repeat offenders to getting delisted, blah, 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 blah. It kind of hits close to home a little bit for Brian and I, because a game we'll be reviewing next week falls right into this camp. So we have... We have uh, we have experienced this. And, yeah, um, the only reason I brought it up is because, especially for me and Brian, we're like, oh, yeah, we know all too well about this shit. 
So we are also way past our trophy slash game achievement hunting days. So this doesn't do shit for us. But yeah, I mean, it's nice to see Sony finally after 10 years try and do something about their eShop. It's been a bit of a meme at this point. So I basically what I'm coming up is what's the like worst game you ever downloaded? Or did you just ever download anything for the sake of achievement hunting back in the day? <sighs> worst game ever downloaded? Oh, Ember. Wow. <laughs> Go on. Ember was pretty terrible. Okay, never, never a trophy hunter. I give two shits about fucking trophies. I will never be that one. Like, oh, I have to get an S level or an S tier in order to beat this level kind of crap. No, 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 no. Don't care at all, right? Don't care. There's a couple games that me and Pam play on Wednesday nights. Uh, gaming together group that had fall off real fast. Mm -hmm. That probably would be considered part of this group, even though we play on Xbox, because Xbox is honestly probably better than PlayStation at this point in terms of their Game Pass and such. Oh, yeah. oh for online shit, yeah. It's not even, online it's not shit, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So Ember was definitely one, which I don't even know if it's that's on PlayStation. That was a fall off. It was real a fast. firefighting game. It was just yeah. like weird, janky controls, and yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs> it was awful, fucking awful. So that's probably the most shovelware-y thing that we've done. Even though I don't even really know the definition of shovelware or that even. So like these people are like, oh, you're getting banned your game because you're you're making this shit. Like what's the requirement to even get it uploaded onto the store then? Like why don't you make your better requirements to get uploaded into the store if you're just going to be banning shit? Like I don't no, understand. No responsibility. Have to blame everyone else. That was okay. you basically <laughs> verbatim just said, as Jim alluded to. Jim, remind me of the name of the game we're reviewing. Lady in a leotard with a gun. Yes. One of in our a leotard. One of our patrons requested it for the tier. Costs 56 cents on the PlayStation eShop. Sometimes you a... have to say no to patrons. Ah. Yeah. Just say no, kids. It's okay. Yeah. But this is a, a stop bending over. It was a I don't know anything else. <laughs> Just because they give you a few dollars does not mean you have to do everything they say. This exactly. this was an experience. This was my first experience into what Jim is referring to as shovelware, where it's basically it's the equivalent of a game tech or demo, where it's like no effort put in the level design. They just it's a model running through that. You do you execute some certain controls and this and that, um, and I said to Jim, I said, "Do they have any goddamn quality control on PlayStation? Like, what the fuck is this game? What like, how did this end up here?" I said, "How do they have these?" And it's just ironic that now Sony's like, "Okay, I guess there's a bit of a problem because what they'll do is these these uh, programmers, whatever you want to call them, copy and paste a lot of other people's games, resell them as their own." And say you can get platinum trophies because for some reason there's a lot of people out there that truly care about platinum trophies or achievements, whatever. As Jim said, we were both victim of this. I'd say mid to late 2000, you know, whatever, whenever for years, like when we first got 360s, we're like, oh, it's cool. You get achievements. Mm -hmm. Couldn't give two shits less now, like you said. Um, but apparently PlayStation trophies are that big that like some people are like, we need to get every game we can. And this is a cheap way to get trophies. Why it matters, I don't fucking know. 
but that's what shovelware is. No. I, yeah. <laughs> I was I was I was just looking through my Steam list. I couldn't find it. I remember I bought one game on Steam and it was just kind of arcadey and as I played it it was just like, "Oh, this is just achievements popping every 5 yes. minutes and then the and then the game is over." And That that shovelware yeah. right there. Yeah. So, I guess we know Michelle is a big no. Pam, have you ever cared about achievements, trophies, Steam things, um, any of that? I've gotten my fair share of Xbox achievements. Uh, I'm not like a completionist. Like the whole PlayStation Platinum trophy thing doesn't appeal because then you need to do every trophy. Whereas Xbox, like I will sometimes go for the achievements, but it's like, oh, but you need to play the single player multiplayer. Like, well, I'm not going to do those ones. Or, oh, you need to play this on the hardest difficulty. Well, I'm not going to do those ones. But like if some seem, you know, reasonable and fun, I have like gone out of my way for achievements before. But uh, yeah, never to the thing where I was like, okay, well, I need to like complete everything if the things are things I don't like to do. So <laughs> yeah, well, I always said those achievements to me were the the this new generation's way of saying I got the high score at the arcade. Like like mm-hmm. that's the equivalent. And honestly, back in the day, I didn't give two shits about that. Like I yeah. never cared about scores. Like most NES games have scores, and it's like why. I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes you get an extra life at a certain point, and that's great. But otherwise, I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think PlayStation fucks with you, too, because you can kind of easily see where you stand in, like, the overall world for how many trophies you have. Mm. So people, like, fall into that, like, trap real easy of being like, oh, I can move into top, like, 10,000 in the world in trophies and dumb shit like that. So that's why it's so prevalent. Right. Mm. Yeah, but fuck that shit. I don't mean shit. <laughs> it it's doesn't, all stupid as shit. It doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. And, the, like, and and I mean Pam, you you had the perfect name for being able to put in the three three letters to get a high score on anything. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those deals where it's like I don't give two shits. Like no. I don't know. I, I guess different things drive different people. I you know hey PlayStation, good job now finally doing some QC on shitty shovelware. But at the end of the day, I don't even care that they're finally doing it because I will never do shovelware shit again. So I learned my lesson. Zero interest. That nope. was my low-grade vodka of video gaming. So <laughs> I'm done with that shit. You hear that, patrons? Don't ever ask again. Until the next request. Because <laughs> you guys will bend over. Because you're bitches. Jim, you're bending over. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it like it is. Jim is like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> five, literally, five bucks is five bucks. That is the cost of my dignity. God damn it, Jim. <laughs> you really are that t-shirt. I think that is a shirt, like five bucks. I'm going <laughs> to... Oh, yeah. We'll bend over. I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to a guy that tried to justify why Hotel Mario isn't that bad, so. I've had other people justify Hotel Mario is not bad to me, and I'm like, fuck off, all right, dudes? Wait, you mean you don't enjoy opening and closing doors? I just, like, ugh! (laughs) (laughs) That game! Lord! Yeah. Brian's got its charm. That's basically, that's old school shovelware right there. <laughs> oh, that's not shovelware. That had some effort. Shut up. Enough effort. Shut up. It made me it's... so angry. Yeah. But anyway, but... what's our next one? Non-shovelware, but another non-shovelware. Game I couldn't give two fucks about. All I'm of us give here. zero fucks about this. 
Pokemon? <laughs> who, who came yeah. up with this topics list? But yeah. Uh, <laughs> basically, so Pokemon, uh, what do you call it? Scarlet and Violet, real fast. It came out last week. It's the game that everyone's been talking about for both good and bad reasons. I, I don't think I've ever seen a game be trashed and it loved as much at the same time. Because apparently everyone's saying, yeah, it's the best game in the series I've played in years, but it also runs like shit. And you can like check your Twitter timelines and you'll see like thousands of different just like insane glitches. Stuff I haven't seen since, uh, what was it, Assassin's Creed Origins or Unity? I think was the one where like people wouldn't have their faces looking oh, yeah. crap like that. So yeah, despite all of that and this vicious thrashing, it's also sold 10 million units in three days. Because it's and Pokemon. A Pokemon you game Pokemon. sold well? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. For as much as people are, have been bashing it and killing it, uh, yeah, it's the biggest Pokemon launch ever, it's the biggest Switch launch ever, it's the biggest Nintendo launch ever, and it what? is the biggest console exclusive launch of all time. In spite of running at like 20 frames a second. The biggest it sold console? more than the last Pokemon? Because there's been two Pokemons in this past fucking year. There have been like there have been seven in like the past two years. Whatever the other one was. Yeah. 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 Huh. I don't know the fucking name. Here's the deal. We we made the joke first of all. Nintendo never drops a price of games, but as you said, Jim, the amount of people that bitch about Nintendo games but then still go out and buy all the shit, I don't get it. It's like, you know what you're getting is not that great. It's a reskin of all the old shit you always had. I'm sorry. Most Nintendo shit, eh, it's cute for a minute or two. And then it's like, get over it. Somehow mm-hmm. it still sells like hotcakes. I don't know what the fuck's up with it. Because it's Pokemon. Yeah. It's like, dude, you you collected them all. You won. I, I don't know what else but to now say. now there's like, more. Brian, there's more. Like, what else do you need to do in that game? I don't know. I, that was you never my world. I never got into it. I, I don't know. Did either of you ever go through a Pokemon phase? Did you, did you ever nope. say like... Never, right? Too nope. old. So there's one person here that has. Well, yeah. Is it Jim? Because Jim, you're. 36. It's always Jim. The answer is always Jim. So let's let's figure it's out the age Jim. group because I feel like the, we're the prime age of when the first Pokemon Red was it Red versus Red Blue was when red it first blue, came out, yeah. and the anime was on TV a freaking lot. So I'm 37. Jim's 36. Bri, you're 36. Just 36, turned. and Pam's. 37 or 30 I forget whatever it doesn't matter um, <laughs> 39 <laughs> really? oh yeah. baby <laughs> I thought you were only like a little bit older anyhow I mean um, I am just a little bit older than you you are but it's literally just a tiny bit older she's like bitch like, oh, staying out of this one <laughs> <laughs> so but we were all of the prime age the and same, none of us yeah. got into it well, besides I, douchebag Jim no, no, over no, here. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't. I did not get into it at the time when it took off. That, when did you get into it then? It was That's when worse. I was like, it was when I was like nineteen or twenty, because it was when I was hanging out with all <laughs> oh. my pothead friends. I was hanging out with all my pothead friends, and we're they were all like, "Do you guys want to like start playing Pokemon a game?" I was like, "I've never played Pokemon." And then at the time, you could still buy a cartridge for like ten bucks, so I just went to GameStop and picked it up, and then I got real addicted and. It's a real easy game JRPG to play when you're real fucking stoned and have nothing else going on. So I'll just sit there and grind goddamn Pokemon all day. Jim, you're a walking ad for not smoking weed. 
Yeah. Or drinking. <laughs> hey we're all in that drinking camp right now don't don't lump us in there no but i'm like the scary straight version i'm the one you sit a kid in front of and go you want to be like me <laughs> i i don't know i like i said i can appreciate someone who likes to grind i can appreciate collection mentality but that game never did for me i don't know how it's still how this latest one is hitting all these records but yeah, I, I think it's that's... like the first true open world one, so that brought a lot of people in. Arceus and... or Arceus, I can. I'm not gonna get this fucking name right. Arceus or whatever. Arceus or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was open worldy. So a- I, apparently, I don't... apparently that was more like it's almost like Sonic Frontiers, where it's like open zone. So it wasn't like true open world. You go like the different parts, and then it's just like a big open area. So is that the thing? People just love open world since like Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring. People are like, oh my god, I have to. I mean, I love Elden Ring. Don't get me wrong. So, game of the year, Elden Ring. But, no. Obviously. It's no, no. Vampire Survivors. What are you talking about? Hey, that is a good game. I'm not going to trash it. <laughs> I haven't. I actually haven't played Elden Ring. But I did 100% Vampire Survivors. So those sons of bitches added more challenges. So, I'm done. I'm done with you. <laughs> comparing hey. Elden Ring to Vampire Survivors. I played yep. Vampire Survivors, mind you, and I played it for a while and was like, cool, these achievements are cool and fun and stuff, but Vampire no. Survivors is like <laughs> a pachinko machine. Like it's it not is a, a pachinko. It's not it's a gambling. Game. It gives you that it's, satisfaction. It's just like yes. being at the casino. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it, it, it's, it's one of those games. It's stupidly addictive where you go, I'm not really going to play this much. And then you play it and you go, why am I still playing it? Like, am I having you, fun? I don't it, think so. It's but like, it I keeps just splashing things at me. And, something oh, I wants like to that. keep like, you coming back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I joked with Jim at the beginning of the year. He got Elden Ring. I said, you are never even going to get 10 hours. He's probably at 12 now. So he did prove me 15. wrong. But I said, you're yeah. never going to beat that game. That's on my resolution list for next year. I'm going to beat it next year. I put the goddamn. You haven't beat it yet. No, uh, Why? Why? Just be, well, we did our level 50 club <laughs> thing, so I had to beat 50 games in this year, and we had Patreon review requests and resolution games. I'll get back to it. I just haven't had the time. I've beaten more than 50 games and Elden Ring. So. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a matter of excuses. And she's drinking good Japanese whiskey. You only have uh-huh. tea Mic drop right there, Jim. Well, I have to drink five times as many things to get to the same level of drunk. So I have to spend my time wisely. No, so you just drink shitty Keystone Light. Anyway, For both of you. As being from software, I have limited experience. I know, Pam, you've been going through. Did you go through all Dark Souls? The trilogy. Yeah. Okay. I, this year, beat Bloodborne. Every time I start the other Dark Souls, it never grabbed me enough to stay. It's not even that it was too hard. It was just like I kind of got bored. Blood mm. Bloodborne hooked me, and I beat that. And I was like, wow, that was freaking awesome. Did you play Bloodborne as well? No, I don't have a PlayStation. Okay. So is Elden Ring that much better than the Dark Souls games? No. Oh. <laughs> right. It's much faster, though. It's much, much faster. Mm. So, but is it still a lot of you're just gonna have to hold up your shield? No, no, no. Rolls. You can do a lot of stuff. No, you can do like magic and uh, <laughs> yeah, you can do other other things, and you can like ha- get friends, and you can have summons, and like yeah. 
You but get I, help. But, I, but Pam, <laughs> I look at you as as my counterpart in the sense that you like stories. And I do. I've never had a From Software game where I'm Oh, like, I have no I idea can... what the fuck is going on in any of those games. <laughs> <laughs> okay. do you, is it truly worthy of game of the year? No. I know it's like that and Ragnarok <gasps> are the two like going head to head. I'm an I indie girl. Ragnarok, I'm never so. going to give game of the year to Elden Ring. Are you telling me that your game of the year is Stray? No. No. Okay, thank God. Stray is that's the other one Stray that people are talking fine. about. fine. It's good, like it's a fun kitty game, but it's no, no, no. Oh my God! So then, what's <laughs> Pam's current game of the year? I have to know now because yeah, I'm now, I'm, now I'm no very idea. curious. <laughs> I'm not giving spoilers. I'm taking a break Whoa! from videos for the okay. next three weeks, and then I will make my game of the year video. So, like, I'm, I'm good. so Michelle, you're 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 all the way in. You're committed to Elden Ring is uh, your game of the year. Well, the game of the year released this year because I don't play many games that are released the year of, so it's like probably the only game I've played okay. that is released this year. So yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Should nice. we take uh, prop bets on Pam's games of the year? Like, I'm gonna say like six of the ten games will be Metroidvanias. Um, I don't know that there's been that many that I've played or liked this specific year. Let me bring up my little 2022 games played. I've played 38 games that came out this year so far. Hmm. Well, I think, I don't know if it will be her game of the year, but I think one that's very high up there, based on how she talked about it, would be Pentiment. I don't know game of the year. It's also, that's the flavor of the, you know, hey, that's fresh in her mind. That's like the mm -hmm. new boyfriend and girlfriend. That's the thing that's like, right now, it's like, damn, that was really fun. Yeah, the game hasn't so, been on her phone I don't yet. Know. So, Here's the, deal. the, phase. the, the old January game that was fun back then might oh, not be gotten, as fun right it's now. It's gotten bored by now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You're like, eh, I'm kind of over it. Oh, so, his ass. Which is why I can, which is why I can understand people talking about Ragnarok as saying like, oh, that's the new flavor. Like Elden Ring. When did I even come out? Like, like the beginning of the year, like yeah, March. It was, it was like March, yeah. February, March. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. damn early. So it's like. I yeah, mean, Elden Ring will be in my top ten list, but it yeah, just won't. Course. You know, it won't be one. But yeah, I I'd throw my uneducated hat in the ring and say Pentiment is top five at least. I'm gonna say that. I feel like that's a safe assumption. I, again, I don't have it. I, I and I plan on just like banging out as many 2022 games as possible. Um, we got 30 games, so that's yeah. 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 So yeah. All right, Sonic Frontiers for easy number one. <laughs> <laughs> the price drop. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. What was the question? Pokemon, some bullshit. Pokemon will never be on this group's list. Maybe no. Gems. no. I don't even own a Pokemon game. I mean, I have a Jigglypuff um, amiibo because I liked Jigglypuff. Because Jigglypuff sings karaoke and gets pissed off when you don't let it sing. So that's why I like Jigglypuff. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I had, uh, I had, so when I was young, I had two stepsisters who were much older than me. And one of them gave me their Game Boy. And first of all, I've never been a handheld fan. But they gave me Pokemon and like two other games. And I put on Pokemon, whatever the Game Boy Pokemon was. And I was like, I don't like this because they also gave me a casino game. And all I did with my Game Boy was play fucking blackjack as a, you know, <laughs> 10 year old or whatever. Like, that's all I did. I didn't, I don't want this Pokemon. Give me, hit me. Come on. Like, yeah, I don't. 
the degenerate gambler. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is, when you played Red Dead Two, all you did was do the gambling. I never played Red Dead Two. Well, there you go. Son of a bitch. You guys are really sh- swinging and missing. You just need to hey. not. <laughs> Listen, Michelle, we don't all have fancy Japanese whiskey right now. All right. Do you don't have seven of them? <laughs> I sure don't. I sure shit don't. <laughs> I will soon no longer have any fancy Japanese whiskey. I'm getting pretty pretty low. Well, you. I mean, I'm sure Michelle, you can borrow a bottle or two, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sure she'll bring some to Magfest. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just taking a bottle of that. That's all I'm gonna say. <sighs> Good luck. All right, now I'm gonna call this one vulnerable time because i want to hear some real goofy shit that you never realized and one day discovered and you said oh shit because jim put this tweet here mm-hmm. and, and i could see some people not realizing it uh this guy davy pgh basically mm-hmm. said i was today today's year i was today years old and basically pointed out on the gamecube you could push down the little ejector button and pop your disc out this was something I did know about, um, but I could see how, okay, some people didn't know that. What was the thing? It doesn't have to be gaming related. It can be. But what was the thing you realized a little too late and you said, oh, shit, that's a thing. And I want to ask Pam go first because I, I, you know, you guys prepped this for us and I did not think of it at all. So, Pam, so I have two. <laughs> the first one is gaming and I feel, feel like it's a fairly common one um, okay. from Final Fantasy and phoenix down being like down feathers from a phoenix like i that was one of the ones that got it took me many many years before i realized what that was because i never like what is phoenix down it's like oh down like like feathers like oh Oh, yeah so i didn't realize this there we go (laughs) i think think all three of us just realized this yeah uh so that was i totally knew that and then um just recently playing pentiment so you're playing this artist and he's working on his masterpiece and as he was doing this i was like well like it's not even done. How do you know that it's a masterpiece? And then I sent my script over to my friend Dylan, and he's like, it's important that he's a journeyman artist because he is working on his masterpiece, his piece that will let him become a master. And I was like, I had no idea that's what that meant. Like, I was just like, wow, getting a little ahead of yourself, your masterpiece that you're only halfway done? Like, what is this? But no, it was like a thing that they did to like, this is like the piece that you're submitting in order to become a master. And I was like, oh, wow. No idea. Had no idea about that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No, I I get that one. Okay. Michelle, I see you still searching, so I'm going to push it to Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I I know you have a laundry list, so don't fucking. (laughs) I guess the easy one for me is because it's a thing I made an ass of myself with on Twitter last year myself (laughs) when, uh, I was playing the original Super Mario 2, uh, Lost Levels, and I didn't realize like you could like jump and crouch down to like slide. So you get to this one part where you have to do that, and I'm just not figuring this out. And I eventually make a thing going, no wonder they didn't release this fucking bullshit-ass shit game doesn't even goddamn work. <laughs> and then everyone's like, you can just slide under it. And I was like, what? 
So, yeah, I got dragged a little bit for that. Not as bad as I was expecting, but I was like, oh, this is my uh, why can't Metroid jump kind of moment. So, mm. <laughs> Michelle, are you still searching? So mine's going to be like very handsy modes related. Okay, so I put up shelves this past weekend and I didn't know how to really use a drill and realize okay. you can drill into a stud and how to drill into a stud. So that is why just like Michelle's learning life, living okay. on her own in an apartment, does not know how to drill a hole in the fucking wall. Gaming related. Oh, God, wait, wait, there are hard. so many. <laughs> pilot holes, I'm not ask, a pilot. Did Next. You... Yeah, Jim. You know how many shit I had to fix in your own house for you? Or oh, I had to learn the hard way. I'm terrible. Don't, don't you dare. Um, no, Michelle, did you did you have a stud finder or did you just poke holes until you found the stud? Uh, so I didn't. I, I technically do have a stud finder, but I didn't use it because I don't know how to use it. <laughs> fair. I've got fair. a nice one too. It's like one of those levelers that oh, yeah, like you stick oh, to yep, the yep. wall. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good and. Yeah, I, I had, what is it called, a molly? Do you mm -hmm. just put mollies in the wall so they so it drills into the wall if you don't hit the stud Yeah, kind of thing? It's mollies or anchors, yeah. Yeah. Did not so know that's that. what you did. Okay. Okay. No, no, I wasn't <laughs> sure if, like, yeah, you were using the stud finder or you actually just poked until you found one. Yeah, I don't, I mean, you're supposed to, like, knock and be able to hear it or whatever. I don't That's the same know. shit that as, like, when you watch in the movies where they, like, throw grass up and they're like, oh, the wind is this way and shit like that. Like, yeah, no. that knocking, unless you have a really trained ear, the same way, like, people mm -hmm. who can crack safes, you know, like. Yeah, I hear that you, click. You can hear it, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, no, I was, I was just curious, but, but go ahead. Okay, so that was one. Yeah, and video game related, I'm always lost, which is why I always have to have friends come help me. Like, for example, Elden Ring. Could Michelle beat the game actually without the help of Pam and my buddy Briz? No. So, <laughs> Michelle is always lost with shit and trying to figure shit out. So you just name it. I probably haven't figured it out yet unless I look at a cheat guide because I'm notorious. Since ever since I was probably a kid, you know, back when GameFAQ was hot, so hot. And I remember this one site, uh, rpgclassics.com mm. was great, great site. If they had everything uploaded to it, I would use that a lot because I could not figure shit out because Michelle's stupid. Why do I talk myself in the third person like I'm the fucking rock? I don't know. But... <laughs> Wait, do you have the but... ter Tiermon or whatever his tequila is too? No, I don't. I don't have his tequila. <laughs> but did I be drinking it because I'd be the rock? But yeah, so I am terrible at figuring shit out in video games because I'm stupid and thick headed and stubborn. And so I need guides. I collect, I had guides growing up and such to help me. So. So Stupid. Okay. <laughs> oh, so my video game, I have a personal and video game one. The video game one is uh, in whatever, 2002 or whenever The Sims came out. I played all I the Sims. I love The Sims. Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, Sims 2? Oh, just, oh. Love the shit out of it. Um, mm. Sim City, you know what? I'll be honest, I was never a big fan of, but The Sims... Loved. I needed that fucking fish tank. I needed the fancy tiles. I needed all the stuff you needed to make your house the best. Mm -hmm. I never realized Sims was just short for simulation. Oh. 
You know what? Neither did I. I, I learned I, something new I today. I found so. that Ooh. out and I went, well, that goddamn makes sense. I was like, it's just, you know, they had their own little makeup language, which I used to remember the one goofy thing he would yell at the screen. But yeah, Sims. Simulation. Huh. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. So glad you guys weren't like, you fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> But the personal one was the same deal with almost every food container you get, there's a secondary use for. And I never realized with Chinese food, if you get the white container and you take off the metal ring, it turns into a full-blown plate. And it's meant to be as a serving plate. So if you unfold it, the reason why the ring is there to hold it together, if you pull it out, it's a full-blown plate for your food. It's meant to be a self-serving container. The white standard cartons. That's what it was designed for. And the same deal. A lot of your containers that you think are, it's just there for whatever, they turn into a secondary use. Like there's like ones now for if you get fries, like you can convert it into something else where you put a ketchup container. Like there's a lot of that. But the Chinese one was one I never, ever knew. And when I took out the metal rings, I was like, motherfuck. Like it came out in a perfect (laughs) plate. So, yeah, if you ever use the white white cartons, that's the important part of it. Those white containers. It's its own plate. That's why they designed it that way. Well, and I, I feel like none of you knew today that. was today years so old glad. when I learned that, too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, that that was my big, oh, okay. My mind is blown. <laughs> <laughs> So now, you know what? Now I want Chinese food. Now I want to yeah. order Chinese food to just get it. I feel yeah. like we've all taught each other a number of things during this vulnerable <laughs> yeah. part of the podcast. But can we be honest that Jim, Jim's, we all knew Mario too, right? We all knew how to do a slide. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even get into the real life shit because I have too many, like you said. So I can't even think of one right now. Wait, wait, Jim, you don't have any other good real life ones? Nothing I can think of right now. I'm, I'm sure I have something stupid I've probably done the last week that I went, ew, but I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> well, my only other real-life stupid-ass one, vulnerable, we'll say, is uh, I always had an issue with saying words too fast, so I would, I would always say Dasnia instead of Dasani, and that was something I said in front of our professor for our our engineering project where I'm talking about like, you know, like, yeah, like Dasani and everyone looked at me at the table. Like the fuck are you talking about? Well, you said Dasnia or Dasnia. And I was like, yeah, you know, just like Dasnia. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? I was like the water. And they're like, the fuck? Like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I've been saying it and no one corrected me. That's the shit. Like I'm that person that if you're doing something wrong, like I'd wish somebody would say like, you got shit in your teeth or you're saying this wrong. Like mm-hmm. be honest with someone. Yep, it wasn't until in front of this professor who was like, you know, real acclaimed, and I'm talking like an asshole. I was like, God damn it! So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 was my other little little quick one, little vulnerable one. Hmm. Hmm. So we all learned just a little bit. A little so bit. play The Sims, eat your Chinese food out of the bowl, <laughs> find your studs, do what you gotta do. <laughs> so. As a closing topic, it's something I put in here late, but I was curious. I know we all talked about there's game a year coming out, but uh, is there any games for next year you guys are like really looking forward to or can't wait for? Michelle, I saw those oh. I, that eye movement. 
Is there anything that you're Silk like? Silk Song! <laughs> yeah, whenever that happens. If it's going to happen, we'll see. If, I don't even remember. What is getting released next year? Pam, you have a list. I, I, know um, I think there's a new Fire Emblem. I oh, really I liked Fire the Emblem. last Fire Emblem, so mm-hmm. I would like that. Uh, there's the Dead Space remake, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty excited about. Um... I don't know what else. I've I've been trying to like not get too hyped about things so that I yeah um, because it's just kind of delayed. Is Final what? There's Fantasy a new Fatal Frame second? coming out. Sorry. Ooh. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> no. Fatal Frame. That would be cool. That'd be definitely good couch co-op. <laughs> oh, there's also Alan Wake two. I loved Alan Wake one. So mm. uh, Baldur's Gate three, which has been in early access for a long time, but I refuse to play it until it's finished. So that also maybe excited about. Okay. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines two, which is never was, coming out. I was um, gonna say, how long has that been coming out for? <laughs> I feel like that's your like. By the way, so how much of that? What the hell is the, the multiplayer game of that called? Oh, I don't even that, know. Is it Blood Hunt? Like I can't remember. It might be Blood Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was one I was I myself was like, ooh, I can't wait to play, and I've just never played. And I think it's available on Game Pass, but I just I don't know. It's not on Game Pass. It's not. Okay. Then I like I saw it and I went, I should really get around to playing that. Haven't touched it at all. It's like not remotely what I want for a moment. Vampire the Masquerade game, so I I've never even looked at it. Not won't even look at it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, like me, of course, being into horror, uh, Wolf Among Us too. I really liked that first one. That that's a good looking game. Was that a Telltale game? Yeah, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. what's shocking because now it's developed by Ad Hoc. Because mm-hmm. Telltale, I forget how long went defunct or whatever, right? But then yeah. they came back. Yeah, they? then they can, yeah then... they came back. They're making like a new um, the Expanse game, aren't they? I'm pretty mm. sure. Oh, hmm. I thought they were just. I need I to finish the back. Expanse. What happened with me? I started watching. Star I need Trek. to finish the Expanse. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's shocking because then, as doubly, why the hell is Ad Hoc making it and not Telltale if Telltale is available? Telltale. But they I saw that the IP. That's yeah. why. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know you don't, I don't think other than me and Jim, anyone has PS5, but Marvel Spider-Man 2, we just played Meh. Spider-Man 1. That was, hey, don't be hating. I be hating. I be hating. <laughs> don't, don't you be hating. <laughs> uh, the 80s fan in me loves the fact that they're making a Killer Clowns from Outer Space game. And it's <laughs> oh a multiplayer. my God. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> like the Evil Dead game, but Killer Clowns from Outer Space, so... Love the mm-hmm. show that can't wait for a soundtrack. So, um, Bri, you, real quick, you're not sick of the uh, horror asymmetric games yet? No, like, here's the deal it's what young me when I would be able to rent the horror VHSs. I was like, I always wanted to play a game like this, they're fun, they're goofy, and you know what's nice? I've never met anyone in those communities who takes their shit too serious. It's not like even Dead by other... Daylight, I thought they were giving you a ton of shit. Oh, they're assholes, but they're a different, like, I'm talking, like, the Friday the 13th or Evil Dead. Like, anyone playing those games is there just to kind of have fun, experience goofy shit from a movie or a franchise you really liked. So, yeah, I'll, I'll eat that shit up. I'm, I'm fine. Um, 
Atomic Heart. That's one where it's like kind of like a fallout. It's another like post-apocalyptic. It just looks really cool. FPS RPG is the best way I'll describe it. Um, Outside of that, there's, yeah, there isn't a ton that I'm like, oh boy, the Dead Space you you mentioned, Pam. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm definitely into that. Nothing else is really on my radar for like, oh, I'm sorry. Technically, Resident Evil 4, which I don't believe is a the original greatest Resident Evil, but all the Resident Evil remakes so far I've really enjoyed. So I'm curious to see what they do. I hope they shorten that game and get rid of some of the bullshit in it. I'm excited for that one. What about yeah. you, Jambers? The only one that really jumps out at me from like when we were watching all those trailers a few weeks back, Fire Emblem does look cool. Um, that Pacific Drive, that just looks interesting. It seems like it, that's that driving roguelike like survival game. Oh yeah, where you're like in an eighty station wagon, but it's a roguelike. Yeah, it's an eighty station wagon, but yeah, like the scenery keeps like changing and trying to kill you the whole time, and it's a roguelike. That just seems like so. It seems weird and different. Like it could be a disaster, but I don't know. I'm hoping good things from that one. And I mean, I guess Zelda, but like I didn't even finish Breath of the Wild. Oh Long, yeah, so. I forgot about Zelda. Fuck. Yeah, it's coming out pretty soon, too. So May I mean, 12th? May I 12th. I think you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, honey, I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Other thing is um, Romancelvania, which is the dating sim. Oh, yeah. Sexy vampires sexy dating. Vampires Absolutely. And sexy <laughs> as long as they optimize it so that it doesn't run like shit like the demo did. But, mm-hmm. and, sorry. Oh, no, no, I was going to say, is that like that game? What is it? Oh, fuck. I'm going to fuck this up so bad. My boyfriend's a sword or like, what the hell is it called? Boyfriend Boy- Dungeon. Boyfriend Dungeon. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name. Don't give me that look, Michelle. God damn. I'm going to give you that look. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name, but I, I, there, Jim mentioned Dead by Daylight. They did a dating simulator game. I feel like there's a lot of dating simulator games now. Mm-hmm. So. Romancevania? Romancevania. So it's like a, a a platformer, like Metroidvania, but there's also like a dating sim aspect to it. So okay. I'm looking forward huh. to that. And the, um, what's called Redfall? Just the, the four-player co-op vampire game. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> we need something yeah. to play on Wednesday. Yes, something good. <laughs> we just need another World War Z. Just made World War oh. Z squared give me, like give me more some, world war z yeah. jesus christ maybe we should just replay that we should probably just, just play that again yeah it's, we're such in a drought right did, now it's did ridiculous. you guys like left for dead 2 I and i yeah. know the spiritual successor yeah. uh the, back for blood back, uh, back for, for blood. blood was not nearly as good as left for dead 2 no not mm-hmm. a, i don't know what was missing from it i couldn't quite figure out because mm-hmm. we were um, I, I still to this day yeah like I, what the <laughs> fuck was so wrong with it because left for dead 2 i saw argue is the most fun co-op you can have like where people you gotta focus on the objective you Mm -hmm. can't be that dick that's like i'm the best on this team i'm gonna run ahead um and switching the roles was always fun back for blood like i was always kind of like why is this level going on forever yeah i I think they went the enemies ever stop spawning yeah yeah so spongy yeah like i don't know what formula they used but mm-hmm. yeah redfall i saw that and i'm like okay left for dead with zo- with vampires basically now. yeah that's what it yeah. looks like so 
I'm excited for that. But yeah, World War Z. I've only played that single player, and yeah, that game is best co-op game. It's one so of the best good. co-ops. Yeah, so great fun. horde mode, great mm. campaign. Yeah. Well, if you guys ever decide to replay it, let me know because I can't rely on Jim to kill zombies with me. So I need some. Yeah, that was the first game I learned how to play first-person shooter on mm-hmm. a controller. The first game okay. I learned. You can rely on Michelle to shoot you. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's one of those. Okay. Oh, God yeah. damn it. I will kill you. <laughs> Please pick me up, son of a bitch. She'll res you afterwards. She'll be like, oh, oh God, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm let me, sorry. Let me... <laughs> Revive you. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, next year, you know, it's funny, like, Jim, that game you mentioned, I feel like you and I are on the same path. After Hades, I'm like, I want to find some roguelikes that I really enjoy. And I feel like that's like a lot of people. I feel that'll be the next wave of games you see an abundance of We've i feel like we're already them. there we're yeah, there aren't yeah. you sick of roguelikes yet because i'm sick I feel of like them yeah. i'm sick of them <laughs> honestly they've kind of passed brian and i both by i'm kind of like like i kind of want to do returnal but then everyone i talk to who's played it's like yeah it's not great I'm like all right i'll save the money there we're just to have like something different on the ps5 um just... i mean even just outside of returnal there's so many roguelites out there that it's just like it's really saturated the market and just not I'm over it. I'm over mm-hmm. it. Well, you're just a shooter girl now, so I mean, I wouldn't expect you know, the, the natural JRPG, <laughs> the first-person shooter pipeline. Yeah, I know. come on. I know. I, kn- I know your next vinyl is the whole Call of Duty soundtrack. I know what you're doing. Oh fuck no! <laughs> yeah. So so wait, let me ask you. Speaking of next year, I know we talked about this before, but. Uh, Jim and I announced the uh, last podcast or one before we will be attending Super Magfest. Mm. You two will as well. We'll be there, mm-hmm. going as guests or doing a yeah. booth. I I don't know. No, I'm we're just, just we're just guests. We're we'll, just we're guests. like we'll do a lap of the vendor floor. We'll go to the arcade and then we're just party house. That, yep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I I ask because here's the deal. It's funny. We've never actually. I think I've bought two games between all the too many games I've gone to. And actually, I think the most games I ever bought were from your sister, Michelle. Like my booth, shop. yeah, my sister's yeah, booth. That, that, that's <laughs> the most. Because honestly, yeah, we we do a few laps. We're like, oh, okay, cool. It's really about meeting up with folks and yeah. drinking too much. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely interested in seeing MAGFest this year. Um, well, you're going to be disappointed by the shopping floor because it's very much less than too many games. I mean, in terms of games, yeah. I mean, it's got yeah, a good vendor floor, but not, yeah, it's less like game vendors. It's more art. more like art and other stuff. Like I bought, The arcade is I bought fucking amazing. And, like, we bought makeup. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But the arcade's really good. The arcade's gigantic. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you guys do a professional makeup tutorial on Jim when he's really drunk and passed out? Sure. Absolutely. I'll do it. It'll be the first time I've done someone's makeup at MAGFest, so I will, I will do it. <laughs> it won't be the first right. time that's happened. So, so we'll be drinking Japanese whiskey and Jim will get his makeup done. Okay, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Jim, I'm not asking for your consent. You're just doing it. <laughs> I, I was about to say I do not consent, but I was like, by that point, I'm not going to have to say anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, we want to say thank you both so, so much. We love having you on. We've had you both on multiple times. Can't wait to have you on again. We love the podcast. Once again, all the links are below. 
please make sure subscribe to our podcast, subscribe to their channels. We appreciate everyone who has been watching to this point. If you haven't already hit subscribe on ours and hit the notification bell, please do. And if you're listening to us, even if you want to bash the show of us, give us five stars. We'll read whatever you write. So with that, we want to say thank you, everyone. Have a good night and cheers. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers.